Pop. The song Do Ya was at least three things. An early 70s style hard rock anthem, a career second act, and finally, one of the last of a long series of hits for the band The Move, who at the time were one of Britain's best kept musical secrets. This is Friday's Best Pop Song Ever. Formed in Birmingham in 1965, the move straddled the line between mod and psychedelia, starting with their breakthrough, the eccentric Baroque rocker, Night of Fear. The band at the time consisted of singer Carl Wayne, guitarist and singer Roy Wood, drummer Bev Bevins, bassist Ace Kefford, and guitarist Trevor Burton. They followed Night of Fear with a series of Roy Wood penned hits that made them one of the most popular bands in Britain. Over that time, they developed a reputation for their wild live act and cocky, attention-getting stunts. An example. When their latest single, the proto-glam number Wild Tiger Woman, failed to hit the top of the charts, the band made a public statement claiming that if their next release, the Beatles' Blackberry Way, didn't reach the top spot, they would break up. Of course, Blackberry Way sailed to the top of the charts, averting heartbreak for countless Move fans throughout Europe. Given the extent of their success overseas, the move's failure to break America is especially surprising. It was certainly not for lack of trying. All of the band's records were released in the States, and they even did a U.S. tour, during which they opened for the Stooges in Detroit. Oh, for the lack of a time machine. Perhaps it was just a matter of the move being somehow too British for American tastes though it's hard to imagine why. Well, it's nice in its way. Yes. You know, some of it, not, uh, not when they go naked. It was probably the pressure to conquer America that drove the move in the more pop direction that eventually alienated Burton and forced his departure from the band. Trevor and Wayne were not long to follow. Now reduced to a duo, Wood and Bevins reached out to an old friend of Wood's, the Hirsute fellow Brummy, Jeff Lynn. 
The former frontman and primary songwriter for the group The Idle Race, Lynn mirrored Wood in both his knack for writing memorable psych-pop songs and his gruff singing style. With his debut on the band's second album, Shazam, and throughout its follow-ups, Looking On and 1971's Message from the Country, Lynn became a primary contributor to the group, pushing them in a more hard rock direction. An example of this direction is Duya, a track from Message from the Country that became the band's final single. A thundering rocker, the song features Lynn barking at Dylan-esque litany of surrealist imagery over the same series of 145 power chords to grace countless pop rock songs in the wake of The Who's Baba O'Reilly. the move made their inauspicious debut on the U.S. charts, peaking at number 93 on Billboard's Hot 100. But of course, that was not the last that America was going to hear of the song. By the time of Duya's initial release, Roy Wood had already formulated the idea of the Electric Light Orchestra which grew out of his increasing interest in embellishing his songs with strings, woodwinds, and other orchestration. Thus, the move less broke up than they did metamorphose into ELO. Part of this transition involved ELO's debut album being recorded at the same time as the move's final one, Message from the Country, which required Wood, Lynn, and Bevan all to keep an exhausting studio schedule. A second ELO album followed, during the recording of which Wood left the band to form his curious 1950s glam revival act, Wizard. Wood's departure left Lynn to take on the front position in ELO that he has inhabited ever since. As leader and primary songwriter, he has piloted the group on a path that has made them international hitmakers, releasing one monster single after another. And one of these singles was Do Ya, which the band re-recorded for their 1976 album, New World Record. One of the reasons for this redo was that Lynn wanted to reassert his authorship of the song after hearing a cover of it by Todd Rundgren, credited as the original. In its single release, the song exponentially bested the U.S. chart performance of the original. Of course, 
Some might say that something was lost in the translation. While the move's take on Duya is rowdy and shambolic, ELO's is airless and precise, as was much of commercial rock in the late 70s. Indeed, it could be said that the move's version contained punk's DNA, while the remake in some ways contained many of the elements that punk rose up against. Still, within ELO's catalog, their version of Duya is possessed of a bracing rawness, standing in refreshing contrast to some of their more saccharine output. While the move's original stands as a testament to the timeless power of three well-chosen power chords, two well-chosen words, and a lot of pent-up male energy. Look out, baby. There's a plane coming. And now here, in its entirety, is Do Ya by the move. I'm not afraid to 
been listening to the Friday's Best Bop Song Ever podcast. I'm your host, Todd Statman, reminding you that in addition to Do Ya, you also heard the Move songs, Night of Fear, I Can Hear the Grass Grow, Wild Tiger Woman, Blackberry Way, Hello Susie, and Brontosaurus, as well as Days of Broken Arrows by The Idol Race, Baba O'Reilly by The Who, Crimson and Clover by Joan Jett, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet by Bachman Turner Overdrive, Change of Heart by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, See My Baby Jive by The Wizard and the ELO songs, 10538 Overture, Telephone Line, and of course, Do Ya, all of which are the sole property of their copyright holders and used by me for informational purposes only. I want to thank you for listening, and I hope you'll return next month on the last Friday of the month when I'll be bringing you another song that I'm sure you'll agree is Friday's best pop song ever.